Do you love women in charge dynamics? Are you ready to take your feminine dominance skills to the next level? To learn to dominate safely, creatively, and most of all, confidently? Looking for information on how to encourage growth, learning, and discipline in your power dynamic? Or maybe you want to learn how to really submit in a woman-led dynamic. Are wondering how to find the right dominant partner for you? And to learn and train to please her the best way possible. You're in luck. FLR, Femdom, and Women in Charge is happening online June 10th through 12th and is now open for registration. Get your ticket to get access to the special learning and interactive events leading up to the weekend. Enjoy Femdom-centered content to share and discuss. Plus, get your personal invite to a special Discord server to meet other Women in Charge enthusiasts, to get to know each other, and connect before and after the event. Find out more at womenincharge.info. That's womenincharge.info. Welcome to the Dating Kinky Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. After writing about kink for over a decade, I'm still sometimes surprised at how my various thoughts over the years knit together eventually, into a cohesive whole. When I write, I tend to take one concept and just roll with it. Like I did in August of 2015 when I originally wrote No Regrets, based on a practice I'd started about two years before. The idea was pretty much a lark, a whim. I'd recently broken up with my boyfriend of four and a half years, my rebound relationship from my ex-husband who I'd been with for just over 15 years. I'd grown a lot since my marriage, but I felt like I had so much more to do. And I got it in my head one day, actually while talking with someone on a date, saying I didn't regret my breakup, even though I did still love him, that I wanted and needed something else, and so did he, that I wanted to figure out how to live my best life with as few regrets as possible. And I started to focus on doing it. I didn't know How exactly? I just did it. Today, I bring together that lifestyle that has developed over time and personal boundaries, which is my most recent thought darling, and find they fit quite perfectly together. But of course they do. Have you ever wondered, am I being used? Most of us have at one point or another. And I'll be clear, it's hard to know the answer. I certainly can't tell you because no one can really know another's mind. But I can tell you why you might think you're being used, what to do if you wonder if you're being used, and how not to be used. First, let's talk about how people might use you. How are you being used? You probably know the possibilities better than I, but... Here's a short list of common ways that people might use other people. For attention, someone to listen to them or admire them. For money or favors. For emotional support, they want someone to cheer them up or help them through emotional crises. For sex or physical intimacy. 
for access. They want to know the people you know or access the resources you have. For entertainment, they reach out when they're bored or don't have other things to do. For escape, they create a fantasy with you that is separate and different from their daily lives. And so on. Let me be clear. None of these things are necessarily bad. After all, if you're getting what you need out of the relationship and they are open and honest with you so that you can fully consent, then it's perfectly cool. However, I'm guessing if that were the case, you'd never wonder if you were being used, right? Right. Examine the feelings that lead to the question. There are a certain range of feelings that trigger the question, am I being used? Most have at least one foot solidly planted in resentment. So what is resentment? Well, some say it's an admixture of feelings, generally disappointment, disgust, anger, and fear. Others consider it a mood. In either case, it's usually brought on by an experience of insult and or injury. You feel imposed upon without consideration for your ability, preferences, or well-being. You feel that expectations have been placed upon you without negotiation or consent. You feel like once their needs or desires are met, you're no longer interesting or useful. You feel like affection or friendship is offered only to get what they want. You feel like you are there for them, but they don't make an effort to return the favor or any favor. Ultimately, when someone questions whether they are being used, it typically means the person feels they've been taken advantage of and their boundaries have been violated. Ah, boundaries. Those of you who listen often know that's one of my favorite concepts, and it's no surprise to you that they come into play here, right? (laughs) Right. Okay, so we've talked about how you might be used and why you might think you're being used. Let's move forward. If you wonder if you're being used, follow the money. No, no, scratch that. Actually, follow the resentment. When you first feel like you might be being used, follow the feelings of resentment. First, target where you feel the resentment. Look at the list of how you might be being used and figure out where your feelings are landing. Let's say I feel like I might be being used for sex and or physical intimacy based on a text message conversation. Okay, second, target the feelings. What do you feel? What emotions are making up your resentment? Disappointment. One of your expectations is not being met. Which expectation? Fear, concern, Apprehension that something good will not happen or that something bad will. Get prepared. What am I fearing? Hurt. Loss. A bigger expectation not being met. What have I lost? Or what is missing that I want or need? Disgust. Revulsion or strong disapproval of something. What am I disgusted by? Anger, an important personal rule has been violated. 
what rule has been broken? For example, I'm disappointed because I expected that after sex, we would maintain our flirtatious texts and contact, and they went silent for a week and a half before reaching out and then immediately asked about having sex again. Third, use the answers to those questions to target which of your personal boundaries are being stomped all over. My personal boundary is that I prefer to like and be friendly with people I have sex with. If the flirtatious texts had continued, I would have felt like we had a good connection that satisfied that need of mine, and my boundary would have been honored. Fourth, determine what to do to balance the situation. Generally, this will take one of two forms, possibly both. One, communicate. Two, take action. I usually communicate first. I state what I'm thinking and feeling and give people the opportunity to change their behavior. If they do, great. No further action needed. I'm good. If they do not, I may communicate more depending on how deeply in the connection or relationship we are, or just take action to prevent the situation from happening again. Taking action might mean ending whatever use I might be to them, like taking sex off the table changing my accessibility to them, and removing them from my life totally. How they respond to the communication and or the actions will tell me a lot about them as a person and determine potential future interactions, if any. How not to be used, ever. Well, I can't actually promise this because people are going to people and none of us are omniscient but I can tell you how to reduce any potential effects so that you don't feel resentment and therefore get what you need out of the interactions before they go too far. It's pretty simple. There are only three steps. One, set good boundaries. Two, maintain good boundaries. Three, live a no regrets life. I talk a lot about setting and maintaining good boundaries. You can find a dozen or more podcasts in my archives and probably thousands online by other people from all walks of life. No regrets, though. That's kind of my own jam. It all boils down to doing only what you feel is right regardless of the outcome. I'm going to drop a video link into the show notes for you. So let's use my example of being used for sex or physical intimacy. I know my boundary. I prefer to like and be friendly with people I have sex with. How do I maintain this boundary? Well, I spend a lot of time getting a feel for someone before I have sex with them. Is it possible I could be wrong or they could be fooling me? Of course it's possible. That's where my no regrets life takes over. I take every step in a relationship knowing that if it were to end tomorrow or five minutes from now or a year from now, that I will have no regrets. How? I ask myself a few questions, and of course, they'll change depending on the situation. One, do I think I'll enjoy having sex with this person? Two, am I willing to find out after sex that they were using me in order to experience the sex? Three, if it's actually dull or boring sex, will I still feel good about taking that risk? Four, has there value in my life to this point made it worth taking that opportunity. And the final question for me, which is always the same, is there any chance I will have regrets? 
As long as I can answer no to the final question, I'm good to go. If there is a yes, then I have to decide what that yes might be and work through everything again until I get the no. It's that simple. And as I often say, it's simple, but not necessarily easy. It takes practice to set boundaries, to maintain them, and it takes a lot of practice to live a life of no regrets. But if you can do this, you will never be used, at least not in any detrimental way, because you will have already gotten enough of what you want and need to make the risk both worthwhile and affordable. So used or not, you'll be okay. Maybe even better than okay. Strong, confident in your choices, and without regrets. What are your thoughts? Have you ever been used? Have you ever used someone? How do you see strong, healthy boundaries as a shield against resentment and people using you against your will? Have you ever tried creating a no regrets life for yourself? How did it work? What went right and what went wrong? Thank you for joining me today. If you love this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please do join me on our new apps available in the Google Play and Apple App Stores. Dating Kinky, it's built by Kinksters for Kinksters, Poly, Queer, Trans Folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. Find me on FetLife as Nookie Notes, and on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. We're on Instagram as Dating Kinky Official, all one word. Also, find me on the new Moan app in beta for iPhone. I'm Miss Nookie there. T-H-E-M-O-N-A-P-P dot com. Have a kinky day, and I'll catch you next episode.